Welcome to Under the Radar, the podcast that shines a spotlight on the most exciting yet low-key crypto gems in the space through conversations with top builders, influencers, and innovators who are making waves under the radar, but right in front of you. Stay connected. Head over to utrshow.com where you can join our community and be part of the conversation. Don't forget to give us a retweet and share with your friends. This is Under the Radar. What's up, guys? Hey, how you doing? Awesome. All right. I'm excited to uh, to hear from the team and, and learn about everything they're doing. Ask some good questions. I'll tell you this. Yeah. You guys have a heck of a heck of an army. The shilling, the engagement, yeah. the ratings, pretty good. Yeah, we've really been hitting everything on on every end of the, the nail, trying to start from that community basis. Uh, I really appreciate you taking the time to sit down with us today both of you and everybody in here oh it really means a lot yeah yeah it's awesome well you know i've held okage for well it's only been about 10 days i think but i first seen the crypto kid talk about it you know uh that day i looked at it and looked good so um do you want to get started do you want to hold off a little while okage let's try to see if we can get a couple more folks i know we have some european listeners absolutely it's a little late for them but sure they might articulate it absolutely We'll give it a few minutes. Well, before we uh, we get running here, I'll uh, I'll just give you guys a, a brief overview of Under the Radar. That is a spaces uh, featuring AMAs of good people working on good things and bi- building cool stuff. So um, it'll be a new series. And what we saw in this space is there's so much uh, dilution and distraction and Unfortunately, um, sometimes it works one of two ways. Uh, people don't know about a project. Either A, the project doesn't do as good as I think it should if it had more eyes. Or B, it does do very well later on. One of those ones that a month later, it's like, holy crap, man, this thing's uh, 15 million market cap. And how's no one talking about this? Um, so there's some pretty good opportunities that slip by just because people... They don't really research as much these days. A lot of people's research is confined to uh, reading some tweets. Um, so we really want to bring good people on the platform and, and get eyes on them, you know. Um, it's not a shell show. Uh, we're never saying buy this. And I don't even hold uh, half of the bags of the teams we've been on. But uh, I'll tell you what, if I like something, I buy some after. So uh, at any rate, we really look forward to highlighting uh, solid work with real teams, real devs, um, doing great things. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, and that's kind of how this started was we just wanted to do, you know, we kind of wanted to, I don't know, the space. When we talked about this, you know, things weren't running so hot, too. We wanted to kind of bring some life into the space. Like, you know. And maybe it worked. We started these spaces and the market started ripping. So there's something there. Yeah, maybe. 
Did you? So, uh, I'm sure Okage, you did. Don't feel any pressure, Okage, but whenever you want to start, you just let us know. We're going to wait as long as you need. Absolutely. I just let out a tweet real did quick you... to, try to rally some more heads. All right. Sounds great. Yeah. I think Already that's tweeted. Smart. Pause the chat and pin it and have everyone rate it and, and uh, get that Okage army on here. You guys are strong. I see a lot of our community members in here and they, they've been well-educated through our weeks of uh, the journey. So I think they're more excited to hear, you know, uh, just some new details on it and what our perspective is now coming into the, the week of the bridge release. So uh, it's more of an intimate conversation. Yes. In open I'm form, you know? Right. Absolutely. I'll also just go ahead and say, um, Man, brighter days are ahead, and the sun has started shining a little bit on the market. Uh, I know there's still a lot of people that are like, oh, it's a, it's a massive bull trap and this and that. But, I mean, hell, they've been, say- they've been saying that since the bottom, you know? After a year and a half down, uh, there is a part of me that actually thinks we're, we're starting a new bull run because of the happening being in early 24, and everyone's like, it's the bull run's going to start then. I don't know. What if it starts before? Nonetheless, we should get a proper rally and possibly uh, just enter a new range. Maybe Bitcoin, maybe 20 to 30K is the is the new range for the bear. Uh, what, do you have any thoughts on that, CF? Uh, yeah, it could. Um, a range between um, actually 28K and 18K could uh, feasibly happen pretty easily. Um, you know, the macro low could be in, and I guess a lot of people don't really understand what that means, uh, in a, in a sense that you can go down and touch lows again <laughs> and double bottom and come back up. So things might get scary again, but I mean, we've already been down the 13 K. How bad can it really get? You know, even when you, if you went down, you know, to six K, what's another six K you're like, okay, well, when <laughs> <So, laughs> you've been through 2022 and 2018, it's tough. whatever, you know. Yeah, 22 was a rough year for crypto. A lot of, a lot of scams. A lot of like big Luna, FTX. Uh, they tried to cripple us, but we're here. We're stronger than ever. Same thing happened in 18. Everyone thought it was how the cycles go. Yeah. Um, it was the ICO craze back then. See, so there was there was not even close to being as much uh, validity or, you know, institutional money or even product back then. Yeah, I feel like then was a a lot of speculation on usage. And now people actually use the blockchain for stuff. Um, I I saw, uh, again, it's it's at the lows, just just how the media will crash the market. Um, You know, the market makers with bad news. At the lows, you got news coming out like Visa is working on a system so that you can pay in Ethereum. Uh, and use the Ethereum blockchain to make credit card payments and all kinds of stuff. Except that at uh, vendors, retailers. So how uh, how cool will that be? It's in the works. So they often uh, sneak a lot of globally bullish events into those lows. And for those who pay attention, it's often a good sign that the bottom is in, or at least uh, for a while. Right. Um. Also, Bitcoin dominance. I. It's kind of funny to chart because it's it doesn't 
it, it's it's not a coin, right? It's Bitcoin dominance. You can't really chart it exactly like a coin, but it is kind of smacking into some resistance, and there's a lot of speculation that it's going to drop off some. So, uh, I think Bitcoin Whoa. continues its run up a little longer. Um, then majors start flying mids, smalls, and then micros. I think yeah. we can see a a six to eight week full cycle, uh, which in case stuff like this will just it, it the market wide resistance at you know ten to fifteen million for uh, Uniswap coins. I, I think right. could blast up to sixty to eighty. Yeah, and it does happen, and it's 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 been due to happen for a long time. I'm not saying that's what's going to happen. Um, but you know, these things, they have to occur occasionally, you know, it's just part of the cycle. Otherwise, you know, Mark, a lot of people think they want to kill crypto. Well, why would market makers and institutions want to kill crypto completely? They'll leave you breathless. They'll leave you down, but they'll never leave you so hopeless where everybody leaves the space because then they can't extract money out of it or innovation, you know, and <laughs> that's the point people get wrong. Yeah, that's the thing. There's. There's so much money uh, in the whole space. Oh, sorry, let me step outside. This dog's going to get a little crazy. Um, yeah, there's so much money in the entire space and the industry, institutions. Um, it's just when it makes sense to... Right. Like, there was big accounts that I'd followed. I actually unfollowed them because uh, I couldn't hear... Uh, I couldn't stand to hear what they're saying, but... They were like, is crypto over? And it was a good run, guys. Like, are you joking me? This stuff's going to be around for centuries. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of um, there's a lot of that. And part of it is because uh, yeah, some influencers and people with a voice get big too fast before they've actually experienced a full cycle. And, you know, what comes with that is a little bit more of a more opinions come out rather than facts. Put it that way. You know, that's why I like I don't run my mouth about much because the reality is when, when you've been here a long time, you know, you count you, you, you just kind of you only talk about things you know about. <laughs> yeah. Or you have a high probability. But, you know, that's fine. And the more you the more you learn, the more you experience, the more you realize you don't know. It's, it's kind of right. like it reminds me. Uh, uh, I'm in my 30s, so. Uh, when I was in my young twenties, you know, I thought I, I thought I knew it all, and uh, out of high school, out of college, and I really understand life. Then you get in your thirties, and you're like, oh my god, I didn't know anything. I was in my twenties, uh, right. and I'll probably feel that way. In my fifties, sixties, and crypto is the same way. These guys that have been here for eight to ten years, they just, they're just ironclad. You know, <laughs> nothing right. faces them. Yeah, exactly right. Okay, you doing okay? Absolutely. I'm just taking it all in here in your guys' perspective. And you interrupt us anytime you're ready because I don't want to take up from your time. And, and, and uh, Yeah, we want to hear about Okich. Uh, <laughs> well, I pretty much, there's some things you're not going to be able to tell me that I didn't get out of the white paper in the community. And, you know, um, Absolutely. And, uh, you know, everything else. So I think it's safe to get started um, for sure. Sure. All right. Let's go. Um, so, yeah, I was looking at your product here and like, and I have to say, like, immediately, I usually kind of, when I see it here in Inu, I kind of, it goes over my head and I kind of just, you know, rolls over the shoulder because you hear it so often. But when I looked at your, everything you guys are doing uh, a couple weeks ago or 10, I think it was 10 or 11 days ago, I was very surprised on, you know, everything you guys are doing, including the bridge and the uh, the decks. 
Um, and you guys are having an exclusive dex of sorts that pays a little bit differently. And then you're building your own blockchain for memes. So, you know, I don't know where you want to start, but uh, carry away and just tell us, tell us, you know, tell us all about it. Sure. I'll give you a brief overview on kind of how we okay. got started. So sure. Um, me, I'm, I'm the representative. I handle all the front end work. So in terms of marketing, creating relationships for Okage, and overall spreading the word of our ecosystem through AMAs, community management, and that kind of, um, you know. It's pronounced Okage? Okage, yeah, correct. Yeah, I wish you would have corrected me initially. It's, a, it's oh. okay. Everybody had, like, <laughs> no one says Doge right I got either, it. so. <laughs> right. Well, I want to be, I want to be, continue. No worries. Um, I'll go into why, you know, we named it Okage later. But um, essentially, our developer, he's a very prominent man within the space, uh, more the corporate world of crypto, and he's a closet degen. Uh, one of our allures has been the deployer that we launched off of because he decided to launch off his personal network of wallets and connected to such our Genesis blocks and, you know, many millions of dollars in ETH transfers. And, you know, uh, most apparently he was a contributor on uh, EOS in the early days. So he's been around. Oh, with Laramie? That's pretty cool. Yeah, he's been around. Um, He's currently working on some big things on AVAX and, uh, you know, he has passions that he wants to pursue. But something like this with the technology that we're offering, it can only go one of two ways. You can offer it to corporate investors and raise money and do all that, which is a headache and a nightmare. And for a developer, not the ideal situation. Or you can turn the keys to the, to the kingdom over to a qualified and respectable DGEN such as myself who will make sure that the technology gets used and gains market dominance in an organic way. So uh, that's kind of the approach that we've taken from it. Um, so yeah, we, we have many utilities. I can get into them all. It's three that we're definitely going to do. And one that's already complete that we'll be okay. launching soon, the bridge. Um, so I'll, I'll hand it over to you real quick. Yeah, that's great. I love how you guys started and that you guys have someone that, that astute and that experience in the space uh, that that's, you know, behind the scenes there. Um, is he the, he's, he's the actual coder, right? That does the building and stuff. Correct. He, he handles everything with payments, with the contract, with mm -hmm. anything that has to do with wallets. I, I am, okay. I'm all on the front. And does he, uh, is there anybody else on the team besides you two? Us too. All right. Awesome. Less hands in the pot, less liability, oh. less people you know <laughs> uh, we all been that's there before, point, yeah. you know yeah yeah that's a good point and like okay so what do you mean by I, I was curious what this meant you know when you said a layer one blockchain for memes on a subnet i know the subnet means you know it's a validator thing on avax but I, I was really curious what you mean by the meme the exclusive for memes kind of bit so when you look at traditional uh layer twos that are being developed like poo chain or something along that nature that works to facilitate the business of meme coins they, they lack the technical perspective in order to scale in perpetuity. So Avalanche subnets allow us no congestion. Uh, it's a platform of platforms, the way that it interacts with the C-chain. So we'll be able to make validators, you know, uh, process transactions with Okage. We can pay gas in Okage, uh, create liquidity that way. And ultimately, the goal is to create a vetted, high transaction speed, not, no congestion, future-proof ecosystem that allows, uh, ultimately, retail investors to feel safe and those that are within the space to understand that there's a sentinel within the space for uh, meme coins. Now I do want to ask, uh, 
what what components do you think are important for retail to feel safe and what kind of things do you think that the, they'll want to see? Absolutely. So we haven't released any of our ideas on okay. education and blockchain adoption and, and, and those routes because that's that's more as soon as we get later, later down the road. For now, we're still operating within this crossroads between are we a, a DGEN coin? Are we a blue chip? What kind of, you know, people are curious to see what direction we take. So uh, later down the road, we definitely will be focusing on investor education and retail marketing. Um, what makes investors feel safe, I believe, is transparency, having everything open and having resources such as community members that are well-informed to spread the word, just like Sheba did. Uh, they had an army that, obviously, uh, carried them to great heights because people understood the narrative and understood exactly what the mission was. So doing something similarly in, in that fashion it takes a lot of back-end work. Like um, we've partnered with Ember to onboard retail pavements. We've had a Facebook campaign going for about a month now that we're slow burning. Uh, and, you know, our community is trained to be respectful of, of new investors and uh, educating them properly. So just creating that culture. Yeah, that's yeah, something that's really important. Oh, sorry, go ahead, Cairo. I know you like to talk about the uh, education bit. <laughs> yeah, I do. I, I just was just, you know me well. Um, yeah, I think that's really imperative is, is for people to teach other people under, uh, you know, like a safe area. And, um, even if they're not invested in the coin, uh, I think that we need some leaders and communities that just say, Hey, we're out here to clean up the space, make it better and teach people what they need to know, uh, to have a good trading experience. If, if you make an investment and, the price just drops due to the market or whatever. That's, that's fine. You know, you learn it was a bad trade, but people don't really benefit anything when they come in and get scammed right away. And I think it's really bad for adoption um, for people to have that kind of experience because they say, Oh, this is just a scam. So uh, I think it's great that you guys are creating a culture of education because if you feed people in that manner, they'll keep coming back to eat all the time. And typically they'll end up uh, buying the coin because they feel like, Hey, these people really care about us and uh, they're good people, you know? So people want to be around you. Yeah. That's actually a great segue for me to open up with the narrative. Um, so a lot of people, they, they know the word Hokage from Naruto or anime and, and uh, you know, we're kind of like, based off of Naruto, <laughs> um, because ultimately um, most Japanese culture is based off of Shintoism and ancient, you know, uh, Japanese mythology. And Okage comes from that history. Uh, originally, Okage Inu were white Shibas that were selected by their masters uh, in order to make the trek to the Issei Grand Temple in their stead. So many masters were, you know, workmen or they had family obligations or whatever it may be. So in order to make this, uh, this imperative mission to the, the temple to pay their respects to the god Amaterasu, the kami, the sun god, uh, they would send a white Sheba. And around their neck would be uh, a, a bag, a little purse, uh, with money, some trinkets, and townsfolk would lead them along the way through their journey uh, in order to ensure that they fulfill the mission for their master. So it's kind of a spiritual one as well. Uh, you know, we are a dog coin. We are an Inu. And, and like you opened up, we're, we're, we're trying to establish an intersection between brandability and, and, and utility. So a lot of people have done this, like proof of memes or some other layer ones that 
approach this space in this direction. But I think what's really going to distinguish us is that we're able to collaborate distinctly with two very rich ecosystems, Avalanche and Shiba, um, given the, you know, the launch of Shibarium and uh, Avalanche's partnership with um, Avalanche, oh, Amazon's partnership with Avalanche, kind of creating more Web2 adoption. Um, as we paint this ecosystem, it'll become more clear how these things are interconnected through our utilities and ultimately goes to benefit velocity between all chains um, and the people behind it, you know? That's a heck of a story. Um, yeah, I didn't know that. And that's, it's really, really unique. And, and it's, it's really cool. Someone's bringing some cultural history that's, that's, you know, that's really kind of sort of beautiful and in, into the space and kind of living it through, through a meme coin. <clears throat> I think it's cool too. I, it's, uh, I think we were talking about this recently, um, just how it's fun to watch series shows and everything because you get into the story, you get into the characters and I think the coins that do the best, like Shiba, Shiba Army, they, they have a story, you know, it has like a plot and they have Shibaverse and they're doing different things. So um, I think people, this is such a left brain intensive uh, society with trading numbers, charts. It's sometimes fun to get into the right brain side and the creativity um, and to, to vibe with that. And uh, people who like the anime too yeah or relate with the story will naturally be into it we're i'm a very spiritual person so i definitely believe in harmony <laughs> the, the yin and yang the positive you know left brain right brain energy uh so you know we can have that backbone as an intellectual user base and have you know well-informed community but we also enjoy what we're creating and and and, and the, the what the principles are that stands for that's the most important um so another reason um why you um you know why we choose to be anonymous like me i everybody in the chat in my community knows who i am i'm element uh i'm kind of known in, within the space uh however i choose to be the representative because it's not about the individual it's more of about the community and the actions that we take uh so everything's on the blockchain and that's the power of it another reason why we chose avax is you can't get these high tps non-congestion systems using zero proof protocols and such because uh, you're, you're not going to be able to have the same decentralization that AVAX is going to offer just based off of the architecture. So, you know, that's one of the cornerstones that fuel a good meme coin ecosystem is freedom. Um, you know, only the educated are free. So just creating that, that basis and providing that resource, we, we believe will attract and harness the user base necessary to scale. Yeah, and <laughs> you you say it so well, and uh, you know it's hard to really add on to what you're saying. Uh, you can tell you really believe in this project and you're passionate about it. And I really really kind of enjoy it. Um, and to be honest, it's really hard for meme coins to really function uh, long term without doing all you guys are doing: the bridge, the decks, you know, the layer one, the community. I mean, you guys, it's hard to find any red flags or anything you guys are lacking at all. <clears throat> Uh, a part of our, our mission, when we launched, we launched with our bridge contract prepared. Um, okay. We knew exactly what we were doing going into this, and we planned for as such. Uh, currently, the uh, reconciliation our chart is in is due to, you know, getting mainstream visibility and listings and trying to spread our word to uh, more retail-oriented audiences. But as of now, we're, we're shifting towards uh, 
really drawing closer to the ecosystems in which we benefit, like AVAX and Chiba. So having discussions like this with real investors, that's what's going to fuel us forward, especially as I get into uh, how the fee structure works with our utilities and ultimately how we're able to create on-chain value, because that's the big distinguishing factor between any other token that has an Inu and one that has utility, you know? Um, <clears throat> it's All right. Yeah. I did want to ask uh, briefly before you get into that. Um, I think it's smart going with AVAX as well because there's a lot of people that, again, they're like, oh, okay, AVAX is dead, this and that, after last bull run, right? And I'm like, that is just <laughs> insane to think. It is a massive, massive DeFi community. Um, and there's some super, super smart devs over there. And I think it's going to be huge in the coming years. Um, but it's yeah. good to, to, to anchor in um, to a, a community and chain like that because um, you're going to pull people over who just, who just want good stuff to trade. And they're AVAX fans. Um, Shibarium, same way. That's going to be huge. But uh, I like the unique spin there because a lot of people kind of rush to the side but it's going to come back bigger than ever i believe uh so it's just huge opportunity there that was good forward thinking yeah so you know to create a definitive meme coin chain and mean it you have to have some some future thinking <laughs> um you know <laughs> uh, we're still working on things like validator rewards and the technicals of how the chain will look it's a little more down the line looking right. towards q3 but um uh, what we have prepared is something to keep um, I want to say our edge within the market, and that's the bridge. So we decided to go with the bridge first. It's a multi-chain bridge for any EVM chain. So Kronos, Ethereum, BSE, Arbitrum, uh, even Shibarium when they launch will be a layer two. So we'll be able to interconnect with their network. <clears throat> and um, ultimately, the benefit of this is the way that our bridge works. Um, you know, you still have the standard gas time fees for Ethereum and all that, but we're much more rapid. So we, we use a different style of bridging than vault bridging. Essentially, only the from user has to have tokens. So we don't hold liquidity, and that makes us a more secure option. Uh, our, our, like I said, our developer, he's very prominent within this space. That's pretty interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean. Honestly, I don't, I don't know if I've heard of that. Nope, it's new. We have new DeFi products. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's a, like, I see other tokens. I was like, how did I miss that? But yeah. Okay. Like uh, other tokens may, awesome. may be advertising a bridge, but we are more of a platform bridge. So we offer this service to other projects. Um, um, really what we're looking to do is onboard liquidity for, for AVAX and Shibarium. And that ultimately goes to benefit our ecosystem in the long term. So uh, that's the function of the bridge in term like so we collect revenue off of transaction volume and we can, we also collect a small profit on building bridges because um, our developer he has a he has a very strong network yeah. with yeah all those AVAX guys are super smart so <laughs> that's, that's that's incredibly bullish I mean speaking frankly yeah it's just number it's just number one um, that's our first product and we we're gonna release okay. the mainnet. Um, on February 6th. So the testnet's been live for two weeks now, going on three weeks. Um, we launched on January 6th. Testnet was live two weeks after mainnet live on, on February 6th. So you kind of see where we're going with it. Um, 
our GitHub is also available if you guys are interested in that. Yep, I was looking at it today. Um, so yeah, we're excited. And uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I believe it. And and other products, um, take us down that line. I mean, let me have it for sure. So the second utility will be Okage Swap. Um, I know uh, okay. CF had mentioned uh, a Dex, so it will be a Dex. It'll be you know a, a router. Uh, so any Uniswap token, it won't be exclusive anymore. That wording has been since ditched uh, in order to make the ecosystem more attractive. I must update the site immediately. Um, however, it'll be more of a team trading platform. This is a, I don't know if anybody's heard of it because we kind of made it up. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> volume tracking on, on centralized exchanges, that's one of the, the, the key factors that build community around around these, these platforms. So why don't we offer that in a decentralized way? Um, let's, what if we had team codes, right? That uh, are generated, let's just say UNCF wanted to have a group for under the radar and your volume is tracked. Uh, and then your participants, they pay a minuscule fee, a quarter of a percent. Um, liquidity, liquidity is only taxed on Uniswap, not trades. Uh, so there is that trade-off there. You will have to pay a smaller fee to use Okage Swap. Benefit of volume tracking and building community, so we'll be able to host events and uh, you know create a richer, more data-enabled DeFi environment. Because this is a cross-chain swap, so it's not just Ethereum or anything. You can use any EVM chain token. Wow, that's cool. Um, very interesting. Uh, I'm trying to, to process this and, and think of applications this could work in. So, so what do you mean by by volume track with trading or any kind of analytics, like? So initially, it's volume. yeah, it'll be like, so you and Cairo, you have a team code and let's just say it's, um, radar, right? <clears throat> so you would enter radar in where, when you're trading, when your wallet's connected and when you trade that volume is then tracked. So anybody who uses your code radar will then be contributing to your, your, your pool of volume that, uh, and then the leaders will be able to receive prizes or, uh, whatever the promotion or event may be. So we can continue to, you know, harness communities across chains, you know? Wow, that is super cool. Yeah, I, I agree. Like that. So that's it. why, like, you know, I, I knew I was missing, you know, a little piece in that was it of, of your writings, too, and, like, how it kind of operated. It's just, it's there's nothing like Oka, uh, Okage really kind of I do want to give you a big caveat. The biggest caveat yep. to the token is where it's a two-man two team. So the reason why all our all our docs aren't currently updated is because I'm burning the, the candle on both ends, and um, you know, Mr. Sling, he's a he, he's a moonlighter on the on the on the coding side. So um, you know, right. I'm, I'm mainly I'm, I'm trying to get everything all rectified and organized for the bridge release, and um, I apologize for those lapses. And no, I I, I really I, I'm the same way. I, I work, you know, I get it. I get up at five. I start work until five and i spend four hours of family time and i go back to work another four hours and you know that's how it's done if you want to if you want to get things done <clears throat> so totally get it yeah so those are our our two uh revenue generating utilities that ultimately they'll be reinvested in okage through our treasury which will yeah. that'll collect we won't spend that so um it'll be half the fees collecting the treasury treasury from both utilities and that'll be later down the line when we launch Okage Chain. We'll have mm -hmm. funds to actually 
provide stability to projects that are pairing liquidity and push them forwards. Um, nobody wants to be a part of a chain that uh, isn't creating value for their users. So, you know, having a, a, a bulk of funds available is necessary. Our developer funds all the development himself. We're not taking any money out of the marketing wallet for that. He's done many liquidity injections in terms of, you know, tokens buying back and it's, 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 he's been putting in a lot of money. So, um, we're not going to spend his own money. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I, we're not going to throw money at it stupid <laughs> for, for later on, but, um, you know, it's definitely a balance that, that we want to maintain because we care about the project, you know? Absolutely. I commend you guys for that. There's not many teams that are doing this. Um, and that will handle it that way. They always want to, you know, sell on a chart or, you know, sell OTC that can sold can get sold on a chart, et cetera. Right. And so yeah, that's, 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 that's not a prerogative. <laughs> yeah. I think Amazing. it speaks volumes too of just someone that's prepared because if you I mean, I know this is probably a controversial statement, but if you can't fund the first five to six months of your project without taxes, you probably have no business making a project, in my opinion, because that'd be like starting a business, uh, right, like a grocery store, and you need cash flow a week one to, to pay all your employees and pay the overhead. And if people don't buy things, you don't survive. You know, cash flow is king. Cash is your oxygen in a business. And if you can't sell fun things, um, you probably are not in a place uh, to run stuff. But I don't know. That's just my opinion. Um, so uh, I know things work different ways. But when things are self-funded, uh, I always say, okay, I see you. Uh, prepared, nice, successful, saved back. Uh, and it wasn't just a whimsical thought, let's randomly make something. It was really thought out, planned out, and budgeted out. Definitely. So, like you said, cash is king. Um, we have been trying to treat this exactly like we would any other business, uh, measuring our ROI in terms of volume, how this volume is interacted with and, you know, capitalized on. So, um, you know, taking the necessary risks um, to ultimately create a sustainable early days chart. Um, so, yeah, definitely watching every metric in terms of ROI and treating this as a business because that's ultimately what it is. We're providing products to an ecosystem and uh, it's up to us to create the volume. Well stated. Yeah, that's, kind of stated it better. That's, uh, that's good too. I, I, I like that when you say to create the volume. Um, that should always be a goal as well. You know, not, not hoping and wishing but actually planning things to bring that volume. Um, so could you talk about Okid swap more? You were mentioning with the volume, you said there's, or you were, you were talking about this and you said something to create liquidity for these chains. What does that mean? That's a great question. So, uh, Avalanche is a great chain. They have amazing products, um, similarly for most other chains. But I think one thing that Ethereum has over all the other chains is community. Most people, when gas fees are down, are gravitating there. Um, they're finding that they're the most responsive user base. And ultimately, when, the, when we have more transactional volume and Bitcoin starts to pick up and, and the you know, crypto space gets a little brighter, um, there's going to be an excess of 
chains wanting to find new liquidity pools. So developers looking to launch tokens there. Um, and our goal is to onboard and facilitate that. So more chains will become easily adoptable and less scary. So uh, one of the reasons why investors might not want to launch on uh, or developers might not want to launch on Avalanche is because they, they're unsure about their user base. Uh, but by facilitating projects with our bridge and have, showing them the proper ways to maybe pair an extra pool there uh, and target those investors, that's a part of uh, a package. You know, we, we, Our long-term goal is to incubate. So early partners now, they, they, they may remain quite distant. Uh, but as we develop and create these internal structures, we can definitely, you know, help out projects to create more cross-chain volume. Um, so even looking at Chibarium, you know, it's one of the most hype launches that we've had in a while. A lot of people are speculating on it and projects want to be a first mover. So through Okage Bridge, we can offer uh, well-established products. So let's just take an example, let's just say Tyrant, right? If, if we were able to uh, create a bridge for Tyrant much more economically and quickly, then they might be able to create with their current developer network. Uh, we, you know, we can work with them on a plan to allocate liquidity there, ultimately increasing liquidity available, available on Shibarium. So, you know, that kind of adoption, paving that forward through the technology and the community, that's our goal. Very neat. I like that very unique need uh, that a lot of people don't think about and very unique solution. That's super cool. What gave you guys this idea uh, to make this uh, utility and process? So I come from a, uh, a philosophy background, believe it or not. Um, I'm an old school metaphysicist with that. I'm very young and I have an old soul. <laughs> um, so I think about energy and systems and all that. And, you know, you, you start to think about the current landscape of DeFi. Where is it going to go? Things aren't going to continue to subsist in like tiny circles. Things are bound to become more interconnected. And how do you position yourself properly to not only create this reality that you seek, but also to, you know, uh, do it? You know, you, you have to just figure out what you believe is best, uh, workshop it. Uh, do research, put in the work, you know, it's, it's no different from any other, um, any other project that wants to do something new. Uh, our pedigree is in AVAX though. So our, our developer is quite uh, partial to that. So I have to give him the credit. These are products that he wants to create. Uh, I didn't think of them. I'm more, I thought of the Okage part, you know, <laughs> um, but really he's a, he's a great guy and um, all his idea. Super cool. Yeah, I, I'm, uh, I would love to hear what, what gave him the inspiration and the idea, um, especially entailing AVAX and the validators. It's, it's, it's not something you hear every day, you know? It's pretty deep, complex, uh, smart. And I think it's good, too, that with Okage, you got the story. Um, and it's an NU. People love NUs. Um, the backstory with that, I can tell you're, you're a super deep guy, uh, spiritual, and you can feel it in, um, in, in the story. And I think it's good to combine a good community. People love memes, right? Because they're, they're fun. They're fun communities combined with legitimate solutions um, that are going to make the blockchain a better place. Um, 
I think it's a genius system. Now, have you guys spoken uh, to the AVAX uh, core team about any of your plans? Yeah, actually, we, we make contacts with AVAX Labs today. We have a group set up and we'll be you know, going down that, that path very shortly. Um, you, we're, AVAX is very hospitable to projects building on their, their infrastructure. So uh, the network is totally run by developers for developers. Um, I, I, that's part of the reason earlier people might have had that uh, suspicion you were, you were mentioning that AVAX may be dead or, or, or whatever the doubt may be. But I think they're just not entirely align, aligning their priority on marketing and they're building, you know, technology. So uh, when, when we start building on there, there's a couple uh, subnets that went live this year. Um, I know on our website it said number three. Uh, that was a that was a, a cheap <laughs> uh, assessment because there have been many that have been popping up left and right, um, facilitated by AVAX that um, you know marketplaces and GameFi innovations and things of this nature. So why not meme coins? Why not create a business of it? Um, there's there's too many too many loose ends within the space, and you know creating. Uh, technology on that system it's it's the 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 it's the only real answer so far that that people can can have yeah that's i, I i'm sure they will i would think it'd be a good synergistic relationship especially saying it's it's a network of developers for developers made by developers um they'll probably really appreciate your solutions and help you guys out, which is super exciting. That's awesome. That's not something that happens every day uh, in the chain. And that's the thing with chains like that, they are really going to thrive in the future when good developers build cool solutions. Um, right. And retail will actually just use the chain to whatever they do with it, you know, just to operate within Web3 and crypto within real life. Uh, they'll use stuff like that. Whoever brings the best developers will get the most adoption. Yeah, you're right about that. I had a question for you too. Uh, where do you think Okage fits in? You know, into uh, retail and, and and old CT like during the middle of a bull run. Where do you where do you see it sitting at? Like maybe mid 2024. So community wise, that's going to be the most exciting part. Um, so. We're doing a couple of pet projects on the side. Like me personally, I love NFTs. They don't have any super intrinsic value uh, unless you give it to them, which is quite a complex task. And, you know, we're eating quite a bit of pizza right now. Uh, so they will be like uh, unique art NFTs to represent community. Um, and as we go down that path, creating external value through narrative, like through NFTs, we partnered with Chuki Inu uh, to be in their animation series. So really reaching out to to Web2 culture will be alongside Squid Grow and Vault Inu and um, all those big guys. It'd be pretty cool. Um, our character will really come to life. I'm excited about that. But um, ultimately, breaching into the forefront of mainstream culture, that's one of the ways that we can see ourselves situated in terms of our role. Um, like I said, we want to be an incubator. We want to be something of a cornerstone that people can trust anything that we're involved with, use our technology. So uh, that's most important and ultimately find value in what 
meme coins can be or what news can be, um, you know. So DeFi is a, uh, an interesting place. You never know who you're going to run into. You don't know if your developer is the uh, an architect at Apple or he's, um, you know, a 19-year-old kid in a in a in his parents' apartment. You know, so yeah, isn't um, that the truth? Bunch of Google execs behind projects and you know whatnot. It's it's a, it's a staple here. <laughs> yeah, so kind of creating that that culture that um, you know you, we can be trusted and uh, everything will be. Maintained. <laughs> I know I'm kind of running out of gas here. <laughs> no, no, no. We get what you're saying. I, you know, and I and you're doing great. I, you know, I appreciate the overview with the tech, especially with the bridge and, and you know the decks and uh, what you guys are building for projects to come aboard, and especially the gas feature on on your own L1. You know, to, to incubate. You know, it's a. It, I'm impressed to be honest. So, thank you. We got big dreams. Um, I have unlimited energy to put towards this. This is my entire life uh, <laughs> for now. Um, you know, I don't think any personal endeavor is as important as, as capturing passion and doing something positive within the space. So, you know, we're really putting everything we can into it just as every other project is, I'm sure, because to scale, you really need to have heart. You need to have community and you can't give up. So, you know, just laying out the principles and yeah. releasing the tech as uh, it comes. Great way to put it. There's, you know, what has been your biggest challenge so far? Overcoming the Inu. Uh, <laughs> really? At first, it was an asset. Right yeah. At first, it was an asset, and as we've started to breach more into uh, social, like utility circles, it's become oh, do you guys even have a working bridge? But what you, are you? Uh, you see that yeah. now, also now is is it that, that great tech is just somewhat disguising themselves as a meme just to get both yeah. the, both sides of the, the you know both sides of the investor in, right? A lot of it's, great tech now you has make, a, uh, is an Inu or some kind of a meme name. Yeah, even Toshi Toshi Tools, you know they they definitely are memeable. Um, so yeah, it's it's been something that we wanna. Uh, kind of find a way to synergize more between that's definitely one of the obstacles um they say if you try to make both sides happy you you end up disappointing both but i think we're not trying to make both sides happy rather than create something new and that takes a little bit of time and breaking perceptions and ultimately speaking through action so when we do have our bridge operational and we're advertising across you know all social networks and people see that our bridge is mighty fine uh i think we'll begin to you know break that perception slowly that stigma yeah that's that is exactly it once you have your product and people start using it um and people see the power of it i'm i'm hoping that uh i'm hoping that avax labs hooks it up gives you guys some shout outs invites you to some symposiums um Gosh, I mean, you could imagine the networking that could go down there, especially with the solutions you're providing. Um, I mean, geez, you know, one or two things like that can just completely catapult uh, a project and doing things like this um, just to show people it's not, uh, you know, just a meme. Um, I think you can kind of make that transition, but it is kind of a new a new vibe people are going with. It's like a meme community. Uh, with with deep utility, which 
Um, hmm, that's interesting. I, I would have thought it would have been a huge benefit, but that's, that's interesting to say uh, it's been a pretty big challenge. Um, Just working the market. Yeah, I'm sure that's uh, trying to create. Yeah. I'm trying to trying to accumulate holders and absorb them organically um, to create a nice floor uh, during the bear market is extraordinarily tough, but you guys have done a great job. I mean, your community is like, you know, it's a good community. Yeah, we, we definitely had to prove it. So our first medium, um, but the last line on it was we're interested in courtship. And essentially what, what, what I meant by that when we wrote, when we decided on, on that medium was, you know, when you stealth launch a token from an old deployer with 1.5 ETH in liquidity, um, it's a statement, you know, especially when you promise what we're promising. Like I said, we could have took any route with this, but that's not what crypto is about. It's about creating a legacy and making people, making people's lives change and creating a story and a journey and um, you know, people that are with you for the you know, entirety of it. Um, so let me get back on track. <laughs> when, when we did uh, do the launch, we, we had many people trying to profit, you know, rotators are typical within the space, but we reinvested uh, nearly all tax. Uh, we, put, we put back 15 to I think now worth maybe 18,000 uh, in buybacks. And we collected those in a vested wallet uh, just to stabilize the floor. We, we, we didn't want it to drop lower than what the technology should be worth in this moment. You know what I mean? So we really didn't let it get lower than 100, 150K. We did a lot of buybacks there to grab that floor up. And we've been buying personally the way up with everybody else. And, um, you know, we're, we're all in it together. Yeah. So you guys have you guys have spent a lot of your own money on development and on eighteen thousand dollars in buybacks. Well, that's tax money, the buybacks. Um, okay. But well, the, you know, the, only, well, the right. only thing we're paying for out of pocket is the occasional marketing thing when you know when when we've spread ourselves a little too thin, and mainly it's all development. Um, you know, it's not cheap to build what we're building, and he's doing it himself. But you know, he's a busy guy, so he has to utilize his team and whatnot. So. You know, it does come at a cost. Um, and also maintenance, you know, hosting these things takes, you know, all that. So, yeah. So what other things do you have coming up here uh, leading to the bridge? So we have another AMA planned with, um, I don't want to say who, it's a secret. Okay, <laughs> it'll okay. Be, it'll be more of a crypto business rather than, um, you know, um, uh, an influencer on a specific channel or, or whatnot. And we're going to try to align ourselves that way as well. Um, moving more, we're keeping this AMA style of marketing because this is how you create real investors, ones that hearing that are hearing exactly what you're doing, rather than marketing the Inu, we're going to the moon. Um, that's not particularly the crowd that we're interested in, especially since our our our, our market cap is quite it's quite healthy and our chart is as well. I think our investors are are desiring people to join rather than the price to go up. There's a trade off there, uh, especially depending on what kind of marketing you're doing. So, yeah, I think um, focusing on education yeah. spaces on, on Twitter is, is kind of a new aspect that's going to really catch on over the next year or so, because investors really want to hear what the developers have to say instead of being so busy in the TG, they can't really talk. And um, also when you're hiring callers, you know, they're, they're letting their friends front run the call. First of all, you know, a lot of times and, you know, then it just comes right down back down on the chart. Not always, but you see it a lot. Yeah, very often. <laughs> That's the truth. <laughs> we're, we're, we're acutely aware. Don't worry. Um, oh, you are. Oh, sorry about that. I didn't mean to. 
I didn't mean to bring up bad memories. Oh no, it's okay. It's it's gonna happen every project, every every kind of which way. Um, but essentially, like we need to break the cycle. There, there's no way to create like it's the same liquidity pools trading money over and over again in the same circle. Um, so you know, br- branching outside of traditional marketing for smaller cap coins. That's the way moving forward. And, you know, not many people can do it. It takes effort. You know, you have to build relationships. It takes time as well. And that's one of the things that our holders are giving us. So, you know, we're ultimately grateful for them. Yeah, I, I like that a lot. You're, you're, you're playing the long game here, you know, because you're, you're building a real product and you're willing to spend the time uh, educating. You're making the right moves. I assume you probably have a lot of meetings weekly, uh, probably talking to a lot of people, a lot of other developers, um, especially for a two guy team, man, that's impressive. That is super impressive. Uh, congrats to you guys. Yeah, we're, 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 you know, we're good friends. So, um, kind of things go without saying most of the time we, we know the deal. So, you know, how did you guys, uh, I mean, maybe it's, I don't think you said already. How'd you guys uh, link up? Telegram. Uh, Just like everybody else. Got it. Yep. Yep, yep. Um, I'm like I said. I come from the Gen space. Um, I I went to college, came out, and was found crypto and been love since. So, uh, and you were interested in metaphysics in college? Yeah, I was actually studying uh, medicine at first. I was on a pre med track, and I got three years into it, and realized some things that shifted my perspective on reality. So, I picked up arts and humanities. That's it. <laughs> and you're and, and you're enjoying what you're doing a lot more now. I'm guessing. Hundred percent. There's no other reality I would rather be living. Yeah, I think we wow. know what that that's like as well. Um, it's good to uh, follow your passions, and and it's good to to branch out early. A lot of people wait until like they have a quote unquote midlife crisis. Why wait until then? You know, and do what you want today and start on that path because time is our most limited resource. Um, now I wanted to ask about specifically about your chain that you're building. Um, what is, I know we talked about meme coins and everything, but, uh, you're a spiritual guy, right? You're a deeper guy. So what do you see as the kind of the vibe of the chain and, and what's, um, you know, what's, what's the feeling? What kind of people are using it? What kind of people are, are building there what are they doing and uh what's just yeah what's the vibe so from my experience if i had to put a box on investors of different chains you know these 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 pools switch often depending on market conditions but i'd say ethereum is more of the darker sterner type uh avax is more of the you know nerdy getting in the nitty-gritty loves development type and bsc is more you know, the traders that are throwing volume one way or another, uh, more emotional, maybe um, a little, a, a little more varied in terms of their international makeup. So uh, where we want to try to strike a balance is an intersection between all. Um, we, if, there's certain aspects that make, that make each an attractive offering to different, you know, archetypes of investors. And, you know, the technicals are there to, to bring in BSE and Avalanche, of course, because of our, our, uh, I want to say, juxtaposition. Um, 
But when we look at Ethereum investors, our home base is on Ethereum. This is where we create, um, you know, the, the, the lifeblood of the, the system. So keeping that darker narrative intact, we, you know, we do have a strong uh, storyline to it that will ultimately gather th these kinds of uh, investors and hopefully create them into a group. So, you know, we can all get along. I believe it. <laughs> So bubbly chain, you know? Yeah, no, that's a great explanation of the chain. And I completely agree with your philosophy on it too. Um, so speaking outside of anything else, is there anything else that we're, we're forgetting to touch on regarding Okage? We did cover a lot. It is <laughs> well, I want to make no sure that I'm not missing anything because it's been a great AMA so far and I've learned a ton, especially regarding the technology behind it. So... Yeah, me too. I'm going to have to uh, look at that chart for an entry. <laughs> um, I, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you did. Yours is going to be a little bit better than mine, but that's all right. You could, uh, you know, sometimes you just, I, and that's another thing. Um, and the reason why we wanted to do this, again, we're never telling anyone to invest. Um, it's always someone's choice. But, you know, when I started out, I would... And a lot of people have this mentality. It's, well, if you weren't in day one, day two, you know, you missed it. Well, they'll miss it for, <laughs> keep missing it for months. And whenever a coin goes crazy, it's like, oh my gosh, why did that thing go crazy? It's because people don't know what it does, you know, and they don't know what, what uh, solutions you're creating. If you create solutions that a lot of people use, utilize, and help networks, um, link up with AVAX and do these things naturally I think it's going to do really really well um, so it's exciting to hear about your mission your products um, I like the way you described the vibes about the chain now did you say there's going to be uh, some type of incubation component um, are you guys going to have uh, you know like a fund you kind of help uh, people get off the ground or help them with development or is it more with your time just guiding them or what's what's uh what's in store for there definitely a combination of both is necessary um there the rudimentary idea there would have to be some kind of financial component to it so that definitely ties into the the treasury but launch padding is such a uh, a tricky uh topic to navigate especially when you think about opportunity, who to offer it to, what regulations you're going to adhere to to protect your community and investors, um, and ultimately, like, what's best for the coin. So there's a lot of discussion to have there, but we know we have the intention to do so, and we're developing, you know, at least the financial backbone. That, And we can always, you know, um, uh, I want to say brainstorm and, and figure out exactly uh, where we want to take it in the future. But uh, for now, it's a, it's a little it's a little too early. We're still onboarding bridge partners and and trying to discover our identity. Um, so, you know, looking outwards to to incubating is is a is a little much. I don't have any concrete details to provide you, but I do know that um, it, it's ultimately tied to our philosophy and what we're trying to accomplish. The the white Shiba, you know, it stands for purity. Um, our character in Chuki Inu's animation. Like if you have you have Squid Grow, he would be the the baller walking around the casino with Shibtoshi's fat stacks, you know. Uh, you would have Bolt, and he'd be the hyperactive, crazy bouncing off the walls guy. 
you know, Okage would be kind of the spiritual, more Zen one. Uh, you, you pass the the approval of the Okage clan, you can you can go through the bridge, you know, something like that. So, um, when when we think about where we want to take launch padding, it just ultimately comes down to uh, where we see the token developing and who we end up aligning with and where. Yeah, I, I think, um, you know, and I'll just go ahead and say it. Uh, for some reason, I don't, I don't typically vibe with launch pads uh, and I don't like them. I think the name's been ruined by people who just serial launch their own shit out of their shitty launch pad, right? It's like, yeah, or, uh, or fill pre sales themselves and, and, and there's this and that. So it, we're definitely thinking about all these things. And, and wanting to yeah. create something that, yeah, none of that baloney. We, we, we keep it 100. <laughs> you know what I mean? None of that. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and they, and I can tell by your heart and your mission and your vision, but they, they kind of ruined that, uh, that word, you know? Um, so it'd be cool if, uh, you know, you kind of came up with a new, new term for it. Um, I think we're, yeah, I've been trying people... to avoid it. <laughs> I'm saying yeah it's just of kind pad. of a it, it would be less of a technical launch pad because anybody can create a token on avalanche or or where uh, you know on okage chain eventually um but it, it it mainly comes down to what teams we're working with and their resources because that's how a project gets pushed it's, it doesn't happen out of thin air and you know we're not the team that's going to be running the project so you know where you invest in teams you don't invest in in anything else that's exactly right. You're investing into the people. And it, what you guys are, are doing is is deeper than that, too. And um, so I, I don't know. I think because, shoot, I mean, sometimes, um, honestly, sometimes developers kind of have a it's like if you play golf, you know, you kind of you haven't played in a long time. You kind of go out and get that beginner's luck vibe, you know, Uh just crush it and you're like man i really kind of get at this this happens sometimes with teams um people will come in first second time or they develop something a long time ago they come back in and just slay it for whatever reason um there's a lot that goes into a project obviously and there's always a component of luck too you know, sometimes uh it's just tends to to take off but i see a lot of people with great ideas and good visions they they massively lack um on one component and it kind of kind of drags them down whether it's the community um whether it's the timeliness they're never missing deadlines um whether it's they just can't mitigate fud well and talk their way through it and explain the processes or or to anticipate problems so if there's a process to to incubate in the sense of where you're just kind of teaching a little bit of wisdom and um kind of guiding and and looking over to an extent or maybe you guys have a team of advisors or something that kind of help these guys out i don't know there's a lot of cool stuff you could do um but with your goals i think it'd be really neat if um i don't know it kind of reminds me of uh i used to live in nashville tennessee and there was this office building there was about 30 40 offices and then they had all these workspaces too and tables and they had these monthly events um they brought in different speakers from different businesses, consultants, um, coaches, all these things. And it was available to anyone who rented space there. Uh, and then they also had all these little 
you know, events too, you know, you could pay for and go and the public could come and pay. Um, but if, if, if someone created a culture like that on the blockchain where it's like kind of helping guide people and there'll be a lot of new developers in the bull run who want to, who are good coders and you could be an awesome coder and come in and have a really cool idea and just completely botch it. <laughs> you don't understand how crypto works and communities. Um, and oh yeah, like, uh, you know, for instance, you look through the thing, you say, well, that's easily going to be funded. That's like a no, no, definitely don't do that. If you guys could create a culture like that, like this kind of little startup hub and, you know, uh, whether it's yourselves or even community members or other DGENs who are well-versed, um, that would actually serve the space really, really well. And you would help people really well. So, uh, you know, the way that things tend out uh, to work often is that people who help other people the most uh, tend to rise to the top um, over the long term. So um, I don't know. I'm sure you've already thought about this, talked about it, have some ideas, maybe some stuff you can't tell us yet. But I kind of sense that kind of vibe from you guys. I like it. You're putting ideas in my head, Cairo. <laughs> Let's go. I'm excited for you. Yeah. Um, I'm yeah, super excited I, I, for you. I love what you said. Um, you know, you can have a developer that goes in and he's a fantastic developer, but he doesn't quite execute on other components because there's many aspects to a token. You have, you know, the technological side, you have the community side, you have marketing, you have, um, you know, anything else that will propel you forwards uh, that you can use as an asset and teaching new uh, developers or ones that are established need to come back about the current landscape, having, you know, a team that's readily available. These are ideas that we would like to entertain. They're very far in the future, so I don't want to, uh, you know, announce anything. But just on a personal level, uh, I do resonate with what you're saying. And, um, you know, it fits into our vision. So, definitely. I love it, brother. This, this, is, how, uh, this is how things develop. And, and I think a lot of people want to see this as well. Um, and when, when there is ever a new launch pad, people get excited, you know, and... Uh, I mean, F9 was supposed to get on Shibarium and crush some stuff. And I don't even know what happened, but I guess they just totally crashed and burned somehow, uh, which sucks after all this time, right? But And like, I wouldn't look at it like if we do take that route, I wouldn't look at it as a launch pad. Like traditionally, when you think about launch pads, it's, provi it's companies providing resources for developers to use. And then they host technical things like your token sale. But ours would be much different it would be something more uh you know based off of education like we said earlier that ties back with our retail integration you, you can't have a launch pad and retail integration and not expect there to be some 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 overlaps to be accounted for and uh so i definitely want to take the term reclaim the term incubation and put it off towards the future because in reality the first thing that we have cooking in our in our immediate is bridge partners and that's where we're uh we're allocating all of our energy. I know we've had some projects that are interested and in that volume right there, that's, that's the initial spark that sets forward all of the dreams and ambitions that we wish to accomplish. So definitely hundred percent, you know, that's awesome. Man. I, I appreciate the, the thoughts and I think the bridge component is very important as well. Um, I know we're trying to keep this under an hour for everybody because they be respectful of their time. Um, we're over that now, which is perfectly fine. But we want to start taking questions from anybody in the audience. 
Yeah, let's do it. All right. Does anybody have any questions for Okage? <clears throat> if you do, uh, if you'd like to speak, just request to speak. If not, you can also drop it in a comment below, and we'll just read it. I'm here just enjoying a walk. You might hear some uh, Miami background music, but <laughs> shouldn't be too distracting. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Yeah. I'd like to ask anything, just come on up. Don't be embarrassed. Any questions, a good question. I think sometimes people might uh, be leery to ask questions too, because it's, yeah, maybe it's a possible doubt about something they have. So they don't want to like FUD, you know? Um, but I just, I got to say, it's, it's okay to ask questions like that sometimes if you don't understand something. Um, because, hey, you know, investors want to know stuff. So don't ever be afraid to ask a question, especially when you have someone that's open, transparent, honest, um, and really has a heart for things. Yeah, I agree. Anyone? Anyone at all? I will say, I think you guys approach and the and the, the kind of the timeline and the sequence is smart uh, with a bridge first, the chain, the um, you know helping people out. I think it's it's good to have a tiered system. Um, you want one that's obviously going to bring revenue and build your network simultaneously. So Elon Musk, for example, I'll never forget this. Um, he, he was co-creator of PayPal or a creator or something. Uh, then he got into Tesla. A lot of people don't know Elon Musk was involved in PayPal. Got involved in Tesla and then SpaceX and now Twitter. So um, this guy was, was kind of breaking down his path. And he said, a lot of people want to have a SpaceX uh, but they never had a PayPal or a Tesla. So PayPal gave him his money to do the things he wanted to do. Tesla gave him the respect of, here's this guy's making electric cars, which weren't even popular at the time, that are faster than brand new Corvettes. <laughs> so he kind of blew people's mind open. Then he makes these rockets, ends up working with NASA, which tons of people have that dream never do. Um, and now he's he's creating a platform for you know, free speech, good information. Um, so anyways, in this interview, he said a lot of people want to do big things, but they never have a PayPal. You know, they never have that first step to fund the next steps. Um, and it has to sequentially make sense. So I think the bridge part is super smart to start with. Uh, and I can see that really bringing good things in your guys' past and in your future and the right people and the right partners. Thank you. Well, yeah, well said, Cairo. Yeah, a little. Uh, Go ahead. Little, little something I remember from an ebook uh, I was listening to a few years ago. So, no questions, people. Okage, do you have anything else to add before we wrap up here? It's been a pleasure hosting you and, and learning about uh, more about Okage. And uh, I really, I really like the project, actually, and the technology behind it, what you guys are doing. Um, maybe we can have you guys on again um, after you guys get everything, uh, all the bridges done or the bridging done. 
We do have. Uh, I would yeah. love to. Awesome. Um, uh, there are two questions out here in the comments. The first is, how does becoming a validator work with Okaje? That's a great question. So Avalanche does have validators already. I think you can apply, or um, but I, I, you know it's it's a little centralized, so you may need to have may need to have a large amount of AVAX <laughs> to be a validator. Um, but these validators are incentivized through an operation of chains. So there's different. There's like C chain and P chain and all this and that on on Avalanche. I don't want to get into uh, how the technicals are because I'm not really sure. But <laughs> um, essentially. These validators will be able to earn Okage by processing the transactions, and we build that into the network already. So uh, the, the Okage earned will be collected in AVAX's treasury and then staked for validators as well. Very good. Okay. Um, yeah, I'd imagine to become an AVAX validator, you probably would have had to load around under a dollar or uh, <laughs> be super wealthy. Um, okay. Uh, the second question is, can you explain how the bridge, uh, it says when generate, I'm sure, uh, means will, can you explain how the bridge will generate income into Okage governance token? It's a good question. Sure. So Okage isn't really a governance token. We don't have a DAO or anything. Um, I don't, we don't have really have any plans for a DAO either. It's, uh, you know, we're in good hands now. <laughs> And it's best that, you know, the, the, the developer controls division. I trust him. <laughs> um, but uh, the bridge will generate funds through um, when people process transactions over. So let's just say we get this bridge with um, Tyrant, like I said earlier. Not saying that we have. <laughs> but let's just say we get this, this great project on. And you're able to have people transfer from Ethereum Tyrant to maybe Shibarium Tyrant. Um, if, they, if they bridge $1,000 worth of tokens, they'll pay a 1% fee. Uh, so that's a dollar collected, or I mean 10 bucks collected, uh, that will go split between our project treasury and our project wallet, the, the actual marketing wallet we use. Uh, you know, do buybacks or sex listings or marketing in traditional way like this. So either which way to benefit the project. And that's how fees will be used. Very well. Okay. Uh, and I would imagine that when things pick up and a lot of teams are going cross-chain and everything, um, this could become uh, quite profound. Is it is it similar to, I know Moontography uh, with OKLG um, built a bridging service for to, to bridge teams to say like the BSC or something. Is that kind of, similar to how this is going to work will they need to reach out to you guys and uh set it all up and everything or is it yeah. kind of like a self-serve plug and chug uh system so we do need to develop it um it, it takes us about four to six hours of development time to put a bridge up for a project so we do have a whitelist fee if you want to have like just just like uh okay um but we just use a different style of bridge and ours is, like, if you've ever seen the interface, the user interface on those bridges, they have custom developers that design front ends for projects and stuff like that. And they're normally pretty, uh, in my opinion, not very attractive or aesthetically. Ours will be built into, yeah. <laughs> built into our website. You just go there and 
just like Uniswap, you select the token. So you'll be able to do like USDC, USDT, and that kind of stuff. But also projects that are whitelisted. And that's just for the bridge. The decks will be open. Oh, okay. Cool. Okay. Very cool. Yeah, I think... Um... Yeah. Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to add, you know, projects now that we're, that we're talking to, they, they may have concerns about pairing liquidity on different chains. If they have like 100 ETH in liquidity on ETH, um, why would they want a different chain when they have to fundraise that money? And we have systems available. You know, that's kind of unrealistic to, to ask of, of projects. Um, so, you know, we can work on auto LP taxes and finding way to uh, not dilute the project through planning volume uh, and maintaining which percentage of tokens can be bridged over. So it doesn't have to be a hard and fast bridge either if you don't want it to be. And and that's part of the the onboarding process, if, if that makes sense, making it attractive. Cool. So it's 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 like bridging solutions, like be, because that's an issue. You know, I've I've been in um, I've been advisor for a team before that have these great bridging plans. And then they had to spend a lot of money on a few marketing things. And then it was like the, the, the dev that was doing the bridging was like, okay, just, uh, you know, send the, send the B and B over. And it was a lot. They were like, uh, we don't, don't really, that would be the entire marketing wallet. And he had just assumed that everything was Gucci and you know, that it was going to be fine. But so at that point it, it, got a little dicey you know and it didn't really go that smooth so that's really cool that you guys are going to help uh people with that solution i like you said it doesn't have to be a hard and fast bridge you can kind of ease into it work into it uh scale into it and and create a solution so to actually work for them um man that's i think a lot of people will find value in that and you know depending on how long you've been here it might be um, I'm sure the people here, are especially invested in the project, uh, excited about it, understand it. But these things can be kind of tough to understand, I guess, unless you've maybe seen a process and seen things fail. <laughs> you know, cross-chain things fail and everything. But um, it's actually a little bit more complex than you'd imagine. And for a, a good, smooth launch on multi-chain after you've already um, been running well on one, it's not quite as easy. You would think that you just bridge it over, provide some liquidity, and voila. But it's it doesn't happen like that. It's 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 kind of it can it can be tough. So if you guys help um, set up that plan and the solutions for people, yeah, uh, teams will really value that a lot. Even for us, initially we were going to pair our second liquidity on on Avalanche, but trying to capture the zeitgeist around Shibarium and and what that entails. Um, you know, we, we've decided to do our second pool there and it won't be an equivalent pool. Uh, you know, our pool has grown significantly and changes each day. Um, as well as the price of bone, you know, luckily we have some market foresight <laughs> and, and grabbed a bit, a bit, you know, a bit of bone, but, um, you know, we won't be pairing our second liquidity pool for a while after the bridge is done. Uh, even though that might subvert attention away from our token, I think our investors uh, will much more benefit off of our energy being spent accruing resources from the launch of Shibarium than culminating in a Shibarium bridge. So we can acquire more liquidity, we can acquire more market presence, 
and trust within, you know, the Shibarium team. So that's kind of the way we're going to operate moving forward after the bridge is, um, you know, we will be plugging AVAX groups and, and letting them know about subnets and, you know, what we have in store there. But immediately, it's definitely focusing on Shibarium and the bridge because that's where the most upside potential for our investors lies. And, you know, we will be capitalizing it on to the best of our abilities and hopefully getting some big liquidity projects listed on Shibarium. Man, I love that. Timely. Yeah, me too. Amazing plan. Really, really, really th well thought out. Yeah, you guys are going to help a Thank lot you. of people. <laughs> we know a lot of teams too, obviously, uh, more than I'd like to know because <laughs> it's too hard to keep track of. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm now that I understand what you're doing, especially the bridging solutions. You got me on that. You, that's that's ingrained in my mind. Um, I'm looking forward to you know hooking it up, sending some guys over. That's and, one of the things uh, that like we can't put that on a on a Borkbot ad or a Bobby Bybot ad or you know we actually have to sit here and explain it. <laughs> so it's kind of uh, like we could put bridging solutions on our site. Uh, which we definitely should, but um, it's like, what does that mean? <laughs> you know, uh, like, what do you mean, <laughs> bridging solutions? How can how can we know that this is something that's secure that will ultimately benefit our project? Because you know, building a bridge is not cheap. Uh, traditional bridges can cost any, cost anywhere from uh, twenty, thirty, forty grand. Ours is much, much more wow. affordable. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we charge uh, for the development. Like I said, it's four thousand dollars our cost. That's just to, you know, put it up and maintain it. Uh, and the rest gets reinvested. We normally sell them for seven to $8,000. So the rest is profit for our Kage. That's great. I love a uh, revenue generating business too. Um, so important. Um, yeah, I think, I think too, another thing is that first time devs are more inexperienced devs. Um, which again, it's not a bad thing. Um, there's pros and cons to everything, but I think a, a lot of them will not understand that there can be problems bridging and sometimes, you know, with liquidity and things not pairing exactly and insane arbitrage and all this stuff um, that can be really detrimental to I, I've, I've seen a bridge completely wreck a good thing. And I'm like, damn it. Why did, why? Things were fine. And you guys didn't think it out and screwed it up. But it's because you don't anticipate those problems. So I think some people will not even understand that it could be an issue and a problem in the solutions within that. So, yeah, if you could uh, <clears throat> maybe make some videos and explaining the different kind of problems or different kind of solutions. Because it's that old you don't know what you don't know thing. And I think if you kind of put it out there and people, Oh shoot. Yeah. I never, ever thought about that. Um, but then naturally they're going to go to you guys. Cause they're going to say, well, well again, this goes back to what you first said with educating, you educate them and they're at least going to want to talk uh, to you. And once they find out you guys know what you're doing, you know, I can't imagine that they wouldn't want to uh, utilize you guys. So yeah, I like that. Yeah. Like as that soon as we get the first one done, we make the first announcement. I, I definitely see that more projects will be snowballing into kind of our, our, our resource. And then especially as we go live. So we'll, we'll be prioritizing those that 
you know, let's just say, like, we're ready to launch the bridge right now. So let's say Siberian launch this minute or launch. Um, and if partners, it would be on a first come first serve basis. So if you were the first one to make that connection and pay that fee uh, for our community, then you will be prioritized. And, you know, like I said, we're transparent with development timelines and we'll do our best to ensure that we hit those. I'll be, you know, working on the front end in the meantime while our developer, you know, spins circles around himself. <laughs> but um, yeah, so we're ready to capture that and just getting those initial bridge partners listed, that's that's really going to open the can of worms, we believe. Yeah. Yeah, I can't wait to see it, too. It's funny I said can of worms. <laughs> <laughs> well, cool. I'm, uh, I'm glad I have another... I'll have to reach out and we'll have to talk. I'm, yeah. I'm glad that uh, I have another... Because that helps me, too, when I, when I do advising or even when I'm just working for the bag, right? And investing. Um I always get in the team's DMs and try to see what's up, what's going on, uh, how I how I can help. Uh, so it's good to. I would like to talk to you guys more about the bridging, and uh, it helps me too. It empowers uh, people like myself, um, gives me a tool on my tool belt uh, to better serve the teams and the communities and the coins, um, you know, that I'm invested in. So very good, man. I'm uh, I'm 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 very impressed, and. Um, I really hope you guys crush it. And as I said, I'm going to, I don't have any, so I'm going to uh, watch for an entry myself. I'll leave you with this since, uh, you know, you're very interested in the bridges. I, I appreciate that as well. That's a big help. All, all different projects where we are open to discussion and will be, you know, vetting accordingly. Um, however, when you think about uh, the arbitrage opportunities, like you said, and um, slow growing that pool. And a lot of people would see, oh, that's tax money or revenue that we could use to push the project in other ways. And it's, it, it's, I think it's deeper than pushing. I think it's more about stability and visibility uh, because ultimately what you're generating is, is safety for investors with cross-pool liquidity. So, you know, having omnipresence, that's a part of real scaling. Uh, if you look at any other you know, top 200 token, most of them have alternative pools. So, uh, you know, I, you know, real serious projects that are looking to scale within the space. That's where we're, we're headed. I like that going after the, the big players. That's, that's what I would do too. You know, <laughs> I'm going to get as close to the top as I can uh, starting out for anyone who's going to talk and just uh, tells people you mean business and you know what you're doing. So, Love it. hundred percent, man. Thank you. Appreciate guys. that uh, last bite you had there, Okage. Yeah, I'm just too excited. <laughs> awesome. Well, uh, man, fantastic AMA. Uh, very well thought out plan, vision, utility. It's super timely. Um, I think people start to see the power. As Shibarium goes live, uh, as these other chains also pick up, I think with uh, kind of wrap around to the beginning, if Bitcoin dominance drops off a little bit and some of the, the majors start to crack off, like let's say AVAX goes on a crazy run, um, the AVAX projects are going to go on a run. Existing projects are going to say, hey, we should bridge over. 
uh, et cetera, et cetera. So I think you guys are providing a really timely service um, as your first big initiative. Uh, so the right place at the right time, those are the people who win. So I'm, I'm, I'm excited for you guys. It was, uh, it was a pleasure. Absolutely. You guys have been one of the most accommodating AMAs we've had recently, giving us the opportunity to really dive into it and asking the right questions. Um, that's definitely something we should facilitate more within the space. I believe, you know, a lot of times there's conflicts of interest, but uh, I'm happy that we all got an opportunity to get together and, you know, have this discussion. This is what pushes it forward. And this is how we create what we want. Right. So thank you. I really appreciate it. And everybody yeah. here. We appreciate you coming too. It was really great to have you on, and I and I learned a ton more about Akage. And uh, we'll definitely have you back after you guys, you know, have a little bit more development. Awesome! Thank you, everybody, for your time. Hopefully, have a good night or morning wherever yeah. you are. All right, guys. Hey, I appreciate everybody coming. Thank you so much, um, and I hope you guys have a good day or night. Under the radar.